Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Michael Felder available. Let's talk to him right now. Michael, we tried to come to you early, and I apologize. We're usually like 10 minutes late, so uh, our bad. But happy to have you on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. How's things? I'm, it's good. I literally I felt my phone buzzing in my pocket as I was live on television. So I was like, oh, my goodness, I thought I had time. I thought I had more time. Boy, you're working way too hard talking football in July, for goodness sakes. What are we doing? I mean, listen, we all know what's going on. Conference realignment, blah, what? blah, 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 blah. What happens next? You know. I haven't heard anything about this. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. I'm very I'm very curious to see what the, ne- what, what the next step is. We all are. Mm-hmm. So USC, UCLA, is that uh, what's your impact? What's your impression of that? Is that is that a good thing for them? Is it a good thing for the league? And and is it a good thing for football fans? I guess would be the biggest question. So I think it's a great thing for USC and UCLA. Um, they keep looking. They are those are brands. And I was talking to my buddy uh, Roddy Jones, and he said, Bra- "We have to start thinking. Stop thinking about this in terms of DMAs, and stop and start thinking about it in terms of brands." Like Oklahoma is not a huge DMA, but Oklahoma is a brand. Mm. USC is a brand, and they bring that DMA in terms of LA. But UCLA is also a brand. These are brands, and so for for UCLA and USC to look around and see themselves not make as much money as as their as, as other brands, this is a positive thing for them to, to kind of belly up to the bar. For the Big Ten, it also helps them secure a larger reach, a West Coast reach, a later football game, more time. And more, more, more inventory, if you will, in terms of games that they can put on as they go to the table, the negotiation table, to work on this new deal, whether it's with Fox or ESPN. Uh, it's that's important for them. So yes, I think it's a positive for both for all parties involved. Uh, does it make football better? I don't know, and that's the part that's going to be really interesting. Um, we're going to get to see Wisconsin, you know, play in LA in November, hmm. and what does that look like? I think that's. I think it's interesting for sure. Yeah. I don't know if it's better. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, if you're a Wisconsin fan, you definitely want to travel that game, first of all. Secondly, I can't wait for these 9 a.m. Pacific time kickoffs mm. to fit in that ESPN yeah. window for these new schools that are part of the league. That'll be fun. Yes. It's, that's going to be – and that's that's another – that's why I wonder what this looks like. Like, do they, do they only play afternoon night games? But what does that do to the schools that are in the central time zone or the east coast time zone? And like, what does that look like for them? Because for them, that's a long day. But for USC, UCLA, that's, 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 that feels good from a home game standpoint. Yeah, away game standpoint, we know. Listen, we're we're all used to seeing what like Northwestern take on Purdue at <laughs> 11 a.m. Central. Yeah. Like, is that are we going to see UCLA in Evanston at 11 a.m. Which is uh, nine a.m. for them. Like, what does that look like? Yeah. Like, is that? I don't know if that's good for football because those guys aren't going to be ready to play. No, that's true. But that does even the playing field a little bit. Let's be honest. And then imagine it yeah. snowing for UCLA. Yeah, that's true. It goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin's happy to be in L.A. in November, mm-hmm. but you come. You're an L.A. guy, and you come to Wisconsin. And you're like, who made this bloody deal? It's nine o'clock Sucks. in the morning for you. Your internal clock, and it's. 28 degrees and snowing. Yeah. 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 9 a.m. Yeah. and cold. Bad. I literally, I, yeah, I, I literally was thinking about, excuse me, a Michigan State game that my wife, my wife decided not, at the last minute, she decided not to go to a Michigan State game because she wasn't sure about driving up in the weather. And they played a noon kickoff, and it was like sideways 
no sleep. And I'm now I'm thinking, like, what's Lincoln Riley going to do with this? Mm. That's true. We're talking to Michael Felder on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. So now the new one, of course, is the Big 12 trying to raid the Pac-12, following in the Big Ten's footsteps. If it's true, and if the schools that are being discussed as part of the mix – it could be really intriguing. Arizona schools, Arizona and Arizona State. Then you get Colorado and Utah. And, of course, you already got BYU as part of the the uh, Big 12 now. Yep. So that, to me, seems like a decent fit. We were talking yesterday, before any of this broke, you know, that maybe the Pac-12 would go try to steal BYU to try to get another you know team in their league after losing USC and UCLA. But all of a sudden now looks like they're breaking down. But how realistic do you think that is? Let's start there with those four schools. I think that that is, it provides a little bit more stability, obviously. It'll be interesting to see what it looks like in terms of their, their, um, their, in terms of their ability to, to like, I, I don't know. I don't, honestly, I don't know. Because when you think about adding the Arizona schools, those schools are a mess right now. Yeah. On and off the field. They're yeah. a mess. But you do get, some branded tradition in terms of hoops with Arizona and then a little bit of some tradition with Arizona State in football. Um, you already are adding BYU, but the idea of adding Utah, to me, the best part of this is the Holy War, Utah and BYU. Mm-hmm. That, that, becomes your, that becomes your Red River shootout. Right. That becomes the game in your league that everybody's paying attention to, that everybody cares about. Yeah. But I don't know what it looks like from a financial negotiation standpoint. How much value are you adding when you? They've already added, obviously, what is it? Cincinnati, BYU, a couple other schools. Like they've already done that. These guys, they feel like value added, but Colorado's a mess. Colorado yeah. is a Colorado. Colorado like of the four schools that you mentioned, only Utah feels like a viable product in, in terms of actual on the field football. Mm-hmm. Colorado, Arizona, and Arizona State are an absolute wreck right now. And that's the thing. That's what you're getting. You're going to have to get into bed with. Yeah. It's funny you said into bed with. Because I was just thinking about Colorado, and it's probably some kind of gross and inappropriate 22 analogy, but Colorado's like the, the girl that leaves you for another man and then you know ends up bouncing around for a while and then comes back and knocks on your door and says, will you take me back? And, mm-hmm. and the Big 12 has a decision to make. Do I want this tramp or not? <laughs> anyway, uh, what, about, what about the other schools? So we were talking about the six. I mean, these are six schools, three of which are pretty good, really good. Oregon, Stanford's a great brand. You're talking about brands. Washington's a great brand or good brand. But the two state schools stink, but you would think that they're going to try to stick together just from a pairing standpoint. And then you got poor Cal out here. Like, I don't know what Cal's good at anymore besides uh, smoking grass and, you know. Water polo? If you like, ho- yeah. if you like homeless people, you know, Berkeley's a beautiful area. <clears throat> it's, it's just a, uh, I don't know, it's a weird thing. But that's not a terrible core if you could add some other pieces, assuming those teams are not going to be sucked into or absorbed by the Big 12, although there obviously has been some conversation about maybe Washington and Oregon at least. And that's, I guess, and I think the way that I've started thinking about this, and obviously I've been to the brands discussion, you have the brands discussion, and so the big thing for me is, like, what are we, what are we doing? What, like, does Boise State, do they, do they mm-hmm. garner any value for you? Does San Diego State garner any value for you? Mm-hmm. Does who, who adds value? And that's the part that's going to be interesting. I think what we're really going to be looking at is not the Pac-12 trying to stay together. It's a lot more of Oregon, Washington, Stanford, trying to find a way to be a part of the future to conferences in college football. 
that's the part, that's what I expect that happens. Because, and we're going to see huge, uh, we've already seen this kind of tectonic, like this massive shift, right? We've seen it with Oklahoma, Texas. Mm-hmm. They've decided, you know what? We were the, it was the big eight or it was the, it was the, 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 the SWC is now we're doing it. They're like, you know what? We don't care. We just want to preserve our own future. And I think that's going to be a question that Oregon and Washington are going to have to answer. Do you want to stay in the Pac-12 and preserve your history, quote-unquote, your tradition? Or do you want to make a move to preserve your individual school? And I think that at the end of the day, going all the way to the other side of the, 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 the country, UNC, Duke, Virginia, Georgia Tech, they're going to have to make a choice as well because the choice for them is probably going with them to the Big Ten. And then obviously Clemson, Florida State, Miami – moving to the SEC. Georgia Tech already, and Roddy Roddy played running back at Georgia Tech, and Roddy said it was the worst decision that Georgia Tech ever made. And basically it was them, they shot a hole in their own foot by not by deciding we don't want to be a part of the SEC. But for Georgia Tech to join the, the Big Ten, that would make more sense for them. So it's going to be interesting to see who moves next because there's going to be a lot of movement. There's going to be moving pieces. And with these deals coming up, and how the ACC functions with this grant of rights through 2036 hamstrings them, but it's also going to – it galvanizes it while also hamstringing them in making that decision the way that we saw USC, UCLA, Texas, and Oklahoma do. Okay, Big Ten makes a big move. Does the SEC respond? Do you see them doing something to get you know back on top or, or, or even further themselves from everybody else? I think the I think the big key for the SEC is I mean they've already got Oklahoma and Texas. I think the next thing for them is Clemson, Florida State, and and, and Miami. I think that's their next move. I don't think I think there's a combination like there's nobody else in the Big Twelve that they want, and in the Pac twelve, I don't think those schools are interested in being a part of that. Although, money talks, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of money in the SEC, and there's like the Big Ten, and there's not much in the Pac twelve, and that's why these no. schools are jumping ship. So, none. Nineteen million. What a dump. Uh, all right, Michael, I appreciate it. Oh, last thing. Uh, question of the day today. It's National Fried Chicken Day. Of the big three, where are you going for fried chicken if you have to? And I know you. You're probably not going to any of them, but if you had to. Of the big three, what are the big Church, three? Popeyes? Churches, Popeyes, and KFC. Wow. Yeah, I would never even consider churches. as part That's, of um, Me too. I'm, I'm the Bojangles guy. Bojangles? Yeah, we I don't have those. We don't here. have that here. Do you guys like Tennessee and East? Yeah. Do you guys have churches in Chicago? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. We have Harold's in Chicago, which is pretty good. I don't know Harold's. No, I don't think we. I, don't, I have no idea. I haven't seen it. I haven't. No, you know what? There's a churches right down the street from my work. There is a church. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. Don't I haven't sleep on it. Chicken. Don't sleep on churches. They have, listen, the best thing about churches chicken is the honey the honey oh, butter biscuit. For sure. No doubt. But no, I'm. I think Popeyes has probably across the board the best. They're probably a bigger national brand. Obviously, I stick to my local brand, Bojangle. Um, KFC, no, thank you. Do not want to go there ever. Don't want it. <laughs> don't need it. I'm coming to Chicago. I'm going to try Bojangles. I'm coming up there in, I don't well, know, we don't have, November. Don't, there's no Bojangles in Chicago. That's a North Carolina thing. Oh, okay. Good. Well, yeah, it's Tennessee and East pretty much. I'm going to Charlotte this year, too. I'll, I'll stop and try Bojangles then. Yeah, Bojangles. Bo, and I, here's the thing. Here's the kicker with Bojangles. This is why I put Bojangles over Popeyes. Because you, Bojangles has better biscuits. Mm, it's 
key. And they have the best biscuit sandwiches and the fast food kit. What is so uh, that, what's the best? Is there a good chicken joint or chain in Chicago? Harold. Oh, Harold, you said that. Okay. All right. Yeah, Harold. I've never Harold's been. Harold's good. All right. I'll check it out. Yeah, Harold's is good. Awesome. So check out Harold. But yeah, no, I'm Bojangles has got biscuit sandwiches for life. Like, and they got the best. They got these season fries that are, they're they're super killer. Like, okay. They're they're so good. All right. And I will tell you this: the best Bojangles that you can go to is the one where when you walk in, you slip a little bit because the floor's a little grease. That is a good <laughs> sign of a yeah. That's a good joint right there. I like that. Michael, you're the man. Uh, he knows a lot about football. He knows more about food, even I think, though. Um, we got to get your own cooking show soon, Michael. That would be great. I would tune I'm in. Trying. I'm trying. We need to. We need to make that happen. I appreciate you. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. All right, sounds good. All right, take, it easy. take care.